Happy Saturday, Lurkers. Welcome to another Saturday morning review. What do you think about going only up? The Witcher, Reacher, and The Diplomat. Shows worthy of a rewatch. And a modern medieval murder mystery. Our review of the new movie, Nimona. Let's hope we don't have to uh, apologize in song with a ukulele. So let's lurk! Okay, Willie, I need you to explain to me, as if I was somebody who's a little bit up there in years. Okay. Old. Yeah, yeah. What's this game everybody's playing where they're just jumping on things and climbing things? and It's called ninja. soaking. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm very familiar with what that is. Oh, uh, what? <laughs> But I saw Ninja playing this game that wasn't Fortnite, and I was like, WTF, mate. Because <laughs> that's, I mean, that's really all he plays, right? Now, yeah. do you want to know the game or how it became, like, the front page of all of these Twitch streamers' platforms? I'm assuming that they had some seed funding <laughs> and just no. said, here you go, here you go, here you go, big gamers, here you go, here's money. Nope. Okay, then that's more important to me than the actual game because the game, it looks very simple in terms of gameplay. Uh, the game you, is simple. You jump on a bunch of stuff. You try to climb to the very top of the sky world, whatever. Check it out. Only up. You'll know exactly what I'm talking about in about 10 seconds. The lulls, what happened? The lulls, by the way, in the game, the reason it's fun to watch for those of us that spend most of our free time watching people's stream is – how funny it is when they've invested three, four hours to get to like <laughs> where they're at, and then they just fall, and and they're just falling, and for they like can't five stop minutes. themselves. Nope. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah. I love it, but but there are two streamers. Uh, primarily, this circles around a streamer named Nick Merks. I am okay. not a fan of Nick Merks. Haven't heard. And of him. two of his friends. Dr. Disrespect. Have heard of him. Tim the Tatman. Taylor. So not the tool man. Huh? The tat man. Huh? <laughs> oh my God. That was good. So uh, uh, those three, what ended up happening is like about a month ago, they, all of them, the only game they're playing is Call of Duty Warzone. Right. And they're playing it nonstop. Well, Nick Merckx has a custom skin and Tim the Tatman, oh. both of them were brought in by Activision oh. to fully do their skin, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To yeah, do yeah, a yeah. version of them and put we, them in the game. And we talked about buy this. It. Yeah, we talked okay. about this in a couple episodes back. Yep. Well, so a few episodes, uh, a few weeks back, Nick made a commentary about a protest that was happening at a school because of pride, and he took a, a not a very healthy view. Essentially, he was like, hey, we don't need to do this stuff around kids. So he's trying to take this positive approach. Well, anyways, Activision was like, hmm. Yeah, no, we're pro-LGBTQ. So um, we're, we're, ta <laughs> we're taking your skin off the game. And then Tim was like, well, if you're going to take his, we did it together. 
we're friends T- take mine off i'm done and then dr disrespect was like call of duty unless you revert your actions and apologize i'm not playing your game anymore oh so they were playing all the time and they landed on this dumb game <laughs> to pass the time and i just i just so want wait, everybody to know that the game is this a hate game <laughs> the game is fine but it's not a game you would want to play on your own just by yourself it's it's not going to really you know tickle your tingleberries no not going to do it for you the only game you want to play called going up on your own it's a lonely friday night <laughs> there's other sites for that uh speaking of things that get it up for me i'm so happy that the witcher is back it is which one what do you, what do you, what do you mean which one this is henry which Cable's in- last oh. hurrah you, we Forever, know because he got canceled exactly. for everything somehow <laughs> Henry, what if you just stopped acting? What if uh, could you just you know, maybe like not Listen, do things anymore? Henry, there there are thousands of people that would watch you play Call of Duty. Just, just <laughs> go play Call of Duty. I think he's actually gonna go do a Warhammer forty thousand show or movie, and he's gonna uh, write, act, and direct. I'm pretty sure, and hand One paint act. all the miniatures. Yeah, one man play. <laughs> <laughs> but uh. The first two seasons of Witcher were great. Cavill is top notch in this role, and you just you just walk right back into the scene. The show begins. There's action. There's blood. There's dismemberment. What more could you ask for from this Netflix series that I'm sure we're all gonna stop watching next year? Because, sorry, new guy, you're you're no Henry Cavill. Are we pronouncing that right? Cavill? Yeah, I think... Cobb? Well, I, I, I let you read all those Irish names last week. You tell me. I don't know. Cobbler. Kerbla. <laughs> <laughs> but um, if you're into strong, large, hunky dudes, and yes. Henry doesn't do it because you, you're already moving on to Hemsworth number seven, let me point you in the direction of a show called Reacher. Have you watched this before? That's not the type of show I'm into online. Okay. All the right. Ones where they do the reaching. Where they have clothes on. I get it. This is <laughs> a spin on the, the movies. The movies with Tom Cruise. You've heard the Jack Reacher movies. Yeah. I'm sure. This is a TV show version of the books that, that is based off of. And... Um, the guy you would recognize from a, a show called Blue Mountain State, if you ever watched that. He's he's tall, he's wide, he doesn't say a lot, but when he does speak, it's very John Wick-esque. And it kind of feels like a John Wick light, where he just walks tall and carries a large stick, I'm sure. <laughs> he gets... Got, got it. I mean, he does take his clothes off in several episodes. Well, maybe you want to check it out. Oh, um, God, it's this guy. You don't like that guy? He just seems like the most 
generic beefhead. Yeah, of he's all the time. starting skin in Skyrim. But it's actually a very good show. <laughs> I, I, I highly encourage you to check it out. And finally, I started watching a show because we just finished The Bear. And holy God, did that show end on the worst, best possible note that I could think of. I feel so bad for half of the characters in that show. And I can't wait to see what happens in the next season. <laughs> it's so, oh my gosh. People were done dirty. And it's, it, oh, seriously, Hulu FX, please give us more of the bear right away. So we had to find a new show to watch. I'm bringing it back, Willie. Who is Carrie Russell? <laughs> Nobody knows to this day. Nobody knows. Zero people know who Carrie Russell is, but she's in this new show called The Diplomat, where she <laughs> plays an ambassador who is suddenly thrust into the middle of a potential uh, diplomatic war, world war creating situation. Yeah, sound familiar? Scott, Scott, hold on. Hold on. I'm looking up Carrie Russell's IMDb right now. Yeah. She was in Rise of Skywalker? Yes, I told you this the first time we brought this up. What she the was fuck? Wearing, she was wearing the Power Ranger costume. Poe Dameron's There were like Power Rangers in a Star Wars movie? <laughs> it's probably why nobody liked it. Oh. It's very confusing. But these are the new shows that I am watching. And I'll give our, uh, our Are They Worthy reviews later on down the line. Willie, what are some shows that maybe since you're not watching a lot of new shows these days, what are some shows that you think are worth re-watching? Oh, well, if you want to streamline your screen time, if you will, uh, stream my partner time. and I... Stream, stream whatever. time. Yeah, the, the other one is, is copywritten. We're not, we don't want that. Nope. I, I don't want that one. I don't want that one. <laughs> it's was, it was what Scott said. It's what Scott said. Uh, Brie and I have been reliving a bunch of new, uh, a bunch of old shows. Her for the first time, me yeah. for the second time, or the third, or the fourth. And honestly, they're Seven. worth a watch. Seven. A lot of these shows are so <laughs> worth a watch. So let me talk about a few of them. We have officially got to my favorite episode or favorite season of Game of Thrones. Season eight. Oh. <laughs> season six. Scott, there's no better season than season six of Game of Thrones. Do you remember that's, this season? That Yeah, that's the one where Ed Sheeran shows up, right? Is Ed Sheeran in Game of Thrones? For like a second. He does a cameo. Oh, okay. I don't know. Not that season. That season? Yeah, that one. Uh, no, I, hold, on, I, hold, on, I, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. After, after me, season eight, I will admit, it left such a bad taste in my mouth, I forgot what happened in the show. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've been watching okay. clips on TikTok to try to try and, like, jazz me up to watch the prequel. Did you just Still, gag when you thought about it? You're like, don't watch the prequel. <laughs> yeah, I can't <sighs> do it. I can't do it. <laughs> Listen, season eight, uh, not season seven, season eight, season oh. six. Season six has the red woman. You get to see the witch naked. That's a good okay. one. The door. 
Oh, Hodor. Okay, okay. But wait, there's more. Battle of the Bastards. That is... Oh, the the squishy scene. No spoilers. Yes. One of what I would consider one of the best battle scenes in television history, in cinematic history. Worth a watch. Season six, Game of Thrones, go rewatch it. Some Mm -hmm. of the highly, most highly rated episodes. Now, the other one, we start watching Suits. And Brie was like, hey, what's this show? Like, is there like a fun, fun loving uh, show that we can watch? And I was like, have I Meghan got Merkel. a show for you? <laughs> I was like, here's the deal. We can watch Lawyers and Meghan Merkel. And she goes, I'm in. I've been watching clips. I, I really want to rewatch it again. That very first episode. I mean, if you watch that, you can't not watch all the rest. Uh, how many seasons did it go? Five? Six? Many. Too many. Probably. I mean, a- after about... You know, apparently season six is when you should really just stop. Yes, I agree. Most things need two arcs. Rule of three. Just just stop. Just stop Speaking right of there. stopping a little early, uh, Silicon Valley. I have been rewatching that as well. Oh. Now, we, you and I, live a mm-hmm. little bit inside of the world of technology. So sometimes it feels really close to home. Sure. But I love the show. It, you know, of all the shows that I'm recommending right now, that is the one that feels the the most dated. Of where course, maybe some of the comedy is like, I wouldn't have said that. Like, uh, like somebody used uh the the R word, mm. in reference to themselves. Like, I'm okay. so. And I was like, ah. this is 2009. Probably wasn't okay then, but still a little weird. <laughs> and it's it's also dated because of the technology. Time has moved on. I, in one of the episodes, they're they're like using an app to scan a piece of food, and it's like, this is a hot dog, and they're like, oh my gosh, we're we're gonna be millionaires. This is incredible. I can't <laughs> believe this. And then they pointed the camera at a piece of pizza, and it said, this is not a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you, but my phone doesn't tell me what hot dogs are. The last show, the one that we're excited to get started on, and it's going to like, it, oh, it just like it pulls at that deep, dark, mean mm-hmm. person of me, Dexter. I loved the show Dexter. It was so great, and I'm glad they stopped it after the fourth season because, man, if they had decided to go after that, <laughs> I, I don't know what would have happened. They probably would have been uh, critically panned a la Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, we're going to stop after the Trinity Killer, and then we'll That's never right. watch again. And just that's it. It's like that's it. We're done. It's like that Toy Story three ending where the 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 toys just go into the the lava burner thing. <laughs> Did you ever see and the one is, where, yeah, where like the about. sun stops <laughs> yeah. it and the mom's like, "What is this? Why would you do? Why would you make a movie like this?" <laughs> oh, she was probably wondering why Pixar Disney of all things would decide to murder <laughs> the beloved characters. Hmm. Well, it's a real mystery. And speaking of, we have a, a follow-up to something we've done, something we've talked about, something I introduced with hesitancy a few episodes back. Do you remember why I brought this up? 
Which part? Well, I said, Willie, this amazing looking. Oh, yeah. Potentially yeah. Spider Verse level animated movie is going to come out and everybody's going to hate it. And guess what? I love the shit out of this movie. Nimona is what we're talking about. Yes. It was so good. It was. I, I don't know if it's Spider-Verse level, but it doesn't have to be. It kicked ass from start to literal last second finish. So good. I have a couple notes that are so oh. small and so tiny. They're okay. really insignificant. But can you give a quick synopsis of what this movie is for the lurkers? Yes. There is a world you're thrust into uh, a thousand years into the present, uh, and you're following a set of heroes that are the lineage of heroes that protect the city from monsters. Mm -hmm. And from the get-go, it doesn't go the way anyone is expecting. There's an amazing relationship between your two main characters and it it has such a wonderful tale, uh, all the ups and downs you'd expect out of an animated film. It's so good. It's it's set in this world where uh, medieval armor is still kind of like the the clothing for the protectors, mm -hmm. the heroes. It's in a walled off city that is very reminiscent of an old kingdom, and people are still afraid of monsters like dragons. But and, they have futuristic technology. Right, right. So flying cars, uh, TV screens lining these old castle walls. It's it's very modern futuristic tech. It's kind of like what I imagine North Korea could be like if they just kind of opened up the borders. <laughs> oh, my God. Just merged <laughs> them together. Oh, my God. I can't believe you did it. <sighs> anyway. Do we want to talk about spoilers or should we just leave it at that and encourage people to watch it? Because then I don't have to talk about anything bad. Go see the movie. It's on Netflix. It's streaming right now. It came out on the 30th of June. I uh, Right now, it's got a rating of 7.7 .7 out of 10 on IMDb. It's worth a watch. It's absolutely like if you have kids, if you've got time during this kind of like American holiday week. Go watch it. Okay, now, uh, since Willie really wants me to uh, feel bad about myself and the world, we're going to go into our spoilers. <sighs> I was right. And I In hate what it. Way? Good friend of the show, Joel. Okay. He was excited to watch this movie based on our previous recommendation. Oh, okay. So he decided to start watching it on his lunch hour. And he was actually really upset about this because he liked it so much that he couldn't – and he couldn't finish it. So he was very upset that he had to wait until later <laughs> that evening to finish the rest of the movie. He texted me. He sent me a text about two minutes into the movie uh, uh, of him watching it because I was, I was at the lunch table with him. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, he just said, you were right. I don't even want to repeat what he said. Cause Do it. He just texted, it's gay. 
Uh, full spoilers. I think we have yes. to go full spoilers. Yes. It is it like if this is lost on you, I don't know what you're doing, but not only is like the main character uh what is his name? Uh uh Ballister Boldheart uh yep. by uh uh voice acted by Riz Ahmed. Yep. Uh he is in a romantic relationship with another man. Mm-hmm. Um and like the relationship feels real and grounded and they took a bold move. They they went there. A bold heart but, move. But to me, what this story is really an analogy for is th- the movie makes that the acceptable thing, mm-hmm. but says being trans is not. Yeah, it's it's very open about why don't you try to conform? Why don't you mm-hmm. just be like everybody else? Why do you have these feelings inside? What are these feelings like? Don't you think it would be better if you were just this way and not trying to change yourself? Like all of these themes that we keep hearing about in the news and that people are raging against right now for some stupid reason are brought to light in one of the best ways possible. If you're mm-hmm. an idiot like us, <laughs> yes, and you didn't get that, that's okay because the underlying message of this movie is still some people are different than you, and that's okay. Some people are gonna be a little different, scary unknown and that doesn't mean we have to hate them we especially don't have to hate them because people have hated them in the past everything can be good if we just learn to accept people as they are and not as the way people have thought before and honestly oh, oh honestly tears in this movie like mm-hmm. just feels so good. Go ahead. Sorry to interrupt. There, there is a, uh, I, I love movies that have real social commentary, but do it in a way that's incredibly approachable. And, uh, Nimona, who was voiced by Chloe Grace Moretz. You've seen her in tons of stuff. Uh, so charismatic, so fun loving, like it, like she just bleeds off the screen. But there was this moment where uh, Nimona flat like there's this flashback scene uh, to her trying to make friends in all of these different shape shifting ways uh, trying to make friends with deer trying to make friends with the squirrel the bird and finally she's accepted by this human this human girl because she presents herself in a way that feels safe and familiar and when the relationship is built and she can open up she becomes herself and the joy goes up and the relationship builds mm. only for the old curmudgeonly adults to say that's not the way that the world is. This is scary. This isn't okay. That's a monster. And that broke me because I know so many people in our lives, in a, around us that like, that's what they go through. Like, if you're somebody trying to understand the plights of somebody 
who isn't accepted in this world, this is the movie to have them watch. And, and this is the movie that I'm, I'm going to say this out loud. And if you disagree with me, like, hey, I get it. You're not there yet. But this is the movie all kids should be watching because it goes back to the way movies used to be written and used to be created. Whether you like to realize it or not, whether you, <laughs> whether you forgot that Rage Against the Machine <laughs> the name of the band says they're raging against... Well, who do you think the machine was? Uh, movies used to be... You can be different. And that's okay. You can be whatever you want. You can be a person of color. You can be a dolphin. You can be a deer. Like, all of these things. You can be literally whatever you want. And that's okay. We accept this. And I know there's lots of examples where that's not true. But me growing up in my little cornbread, white bread, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> suburb world, as a child, I didn't have to have my parents explain that stuff to me. I just got it. Everyone can be friends. Everyone can be a hero. Anyone can save the day. It's okay. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I necessarily had any complaints for the movie, uh, any small criticisms. Ones. Uh, yeah. My small, small criticism is that it took a little bit for me to get into the film, but when you're in it, you're there. So I like I started watching it and was like, I know Scott wants me to watch this movie. Eh, I'm not sure if I want the whole like story, like here's the epic story that's being told. But once you get about five, ten minutes in, you're like, never mind. It's different. Honestly, I thought this was going to be like a medieval fantasy I was totally like thrown up, taken aback by the the future yep. tech and stuff, but if if I had to give complaints, and I was actually arguing about this with Joel, the ex friend of the show, ex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no, he he educated me on a couple points that I hadn't necessarily realized, but. The pacing is very breakneck. Like, this is a tight one hour, 40 minutes. Yeah. Once the show gets going, there is no stopping. There is there is a catalyst event at the very beginning where there is a murder. And suddenly it's pedal to the metal. I didn't understand fully, and I'd maybe have to go back and watch it again, what the main villain's motive was like other than <laughs> other than I don't know legacy admissions at Ivy League schools being affected <laughs> by affirmative action like there's there's no real this movie's this movie starts with the villain being anti-affirmative action and it's the most timely analogy of all time because by the end you're like now let's keep it <laughs> But right, I mean that's that's the only thing I could think of. You're right. It took me a while to to understand it. I I think Scott, the reason why um, the the main villain wants to kill the queen is because she wanted to change the status quo. Yeah, and and she was like, no, no. The way that we do that is you make a martyr out of the um, the outsider. 
and you keep it only to the in in group. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it makes sense. It's just like it go, it goes so fast, and like you're not you're not really paying attention because you're like, oh, this this seems cool. This seems like this is gonna be nice. I wonder how they're gonna do them. Oh no, that's that's not what I expected. Oh boy, what's going on? What's happening? Wait, how? And, and, and it's just like you have to. There's no room to take a breath if you're not following along. You you can get left behind pretty easily. So, but that's and my I only agree. complaint. They could have taken. 10 minutes to take a breath right there in that moment pan to the characters let them fall apart and slowly build in Nimona as as, um, Braveheart Boldheart's uh, colleague like that to me felt a little disjointed for a while yeah Um, so I I agree with you that storytelling was too quick it could have taken a, a beat but that's my only note for what is otherwise Hopefully, going to be the hit of the summer. Second, maybe, to uh, Across the Spider-Verse. Agreed. And uh, that's our show, you lovely lurkers. Thank you, thank you, thank you for hanging out with us this weekend. Please rate and review wherever you lurk. We appreciate all of your love. So let's remember to be kind to one another. And we will see you next week. Next week.